Sunday. Oh, God, I love you, Sunday. I'm probably waking up late today. Of course, we record these in advance. I'm probably sore from motorcycling. And is that even a thing? Do you call it motorcycling? <laughs> or s- Fuck, I don't know. I'm so new to this Riding whole thing. my bike. Riding. Yeah. <laughs> Ride, ride my ride hog. My hog. <laughs> Through Marin. <laughs> and then drinking heavily afterwards. Hopefully I'm still alive. Anyway, <laughs> Sunday. Gratitude, reflection, and charity Sunday. Is all about that. Let's do it. Let's do it. The art of asking. Are you an asker? Or are you a wisher? If you're an asker, does it seem like the wishers constantly claim that your good fortune just seems to land in your lap? Yeah, me too. Wishers, do you ever get sick of having your wishes go unfulfilled? We figured and we fixed that. OMG, Michelle, I don't know why I'm singing this, (laughs) but I feel like singing because this story is so good. I've kept this whole thing from you. You've known about the funeral that I am throwing for my aunt, who's turning 96 and requested to be in attendance at her own funeral while she's living. This thing has turned into quite the story, as we kind of expected it would. Correct. Um, And of course, you're invited. Hopefully you'll be there. It is September 11th, 2021 in Antioch, California. I did not tell you how things are coming along. No, you have not. The only thing I know is that she was very detailed in what she wanted. Two-hour intake. Yep. (laughs) Very shockingly enough, two hours worth of of intake interview. And you've been privileged to the list. It's on a Google Doc. Mm -hmm. And it's it's literally three pages bullet pointed. (laughs) Dang. Now, obviously, this is an undertaking, not only for me, uh, my friend Amanda has taken a leadership role, and then, of course, I employed my family, which is a very large group of people, and I figured, this shouldn't be too hard if everybody pitches in. Let me repeat that, if everybody pitches (laughs) in. (laughs) Underline. Now. Bold. I must must divulge, and I don't think this is a, a slur at any level. My family is Choctaw Indian, and we are notorious for working with what's called Choctaw time. Oh, no. What does that mean? Manana. Okay. Everything's put off, and there's... I must be part Choctaw. (laughs) I think there's a bit of Choctaw in everybody, right? Uh, A good portion of my family ascribes to the Choctaw time theory, and then they race at the very end and slap it together, and it's not what it could be. And things fall through the cracks because some things require planning well in advance. And then there are the few that are like me that are like, we get it and we need to get this thing rolling way ahead of time. So I sent the save the date card out on July 3rd because I knew this was going to come down to the wire at the very tail end. So we're getting some traction though. And here's some updates. And this is all about the art of the ask. When I went and asked for the red dress, where can I find an authentic Choctaw red dress? I asked the tribe, and I didn't get a response for a week and a half. So I thought, damn it, 
Amanda went out and bought a dress that looks similar, and we were going to doll it up and fake okay. it. Then I get an email that had been forwarded to four different people looking for the right person. They found the right person. The right person got to me and said, here is an example of three dresses that I currently have. We will tailor it to whatever you need it no to be. No way. And I said, oh, that's the red one. That's the exact one that my aunt wants. I said, uh, how much is it to rent? Or if I have to buy it, I'm happy to buy it. And he, his reply, and <laughs> I'm going to get choked up. And this is, this is the Choctaw. And I'm so proud to be Choctaw. He said, I couldn't possibly charge you anything given that it's for an elder's celebration of life. Damn straight. And he's all, oh, and by the way, my wife is almost finished making an authentic Choctaw necklace that is to go with it, and she gets to keep the necklace. Wow. Wow. It gets better. Okay. Wow. I'm reaching out to the chief. Mm -hmm. Now, when you think about chief, you think, oh, no, it's just a guy. It's a figurehead. No, he is the president of our nation, the Choctaw Nation. He's a very busy guy. To even get a response from the chief would be like a huge deal. I emailed him. I asked him for his presence at the the celebration. And, of course, due to COVID protocols and precautions, he, he's not traveling right now. So I said, would you be at all up for a personalized video message that we could play on the day of? And he responded personally and said yes. <sighs> Again, I'm choked up because that is mind-blowing. That is going to blow my aunt's freaking So mind. is that one going to be live or pre-recorded? It'll be pre-recorded, most be, mostly because of the time difference. Okay. Our event starts at 1 p.m., and we aren't getting into the uh, statements. Uh, they're not eulogies, but they're, they're statements from people until much later in the day, and it'll be dark by the time, because they're, they're based out of Oklahoma. Right. And it's it, if things don't go to plan, <laughs> we don't want to have to you know try to weave that into the timing. So he's going to send the video message, and it's also great to have for posterity. Heck sake. yeah! So when all the dust settles, she's got this message from the chief wow. himself. She will be blown away. Oh no, she she's going to be shocked, absolutely shocked. Wow! One of the things that she requested, as you recall, <laughs> and why not? It's your day, damn it! She wants to sit on a yes. throne. Did you get that? So I'll, I, I send it out there to the ether, and I asked my cousins, who most of them are hands-on in construction or some sort of manual labor position, they could figure out how to make one of these things. If they started it now uh -huh. and uh -huh. not two days before, right? I could just see it slapped together and looks like some <laughs> kid's lemonade stand, you know? <laughs> but uh, Amanda started calling around uh, local theater it, groups that's where my and asking if they had a prop yeah. and this this is just just stroke a genius this is called thinking out of the box uh call after call after call no response nobody's getting back um despite the compelling story boom this guy calls her back and says i have uh, several thrones that you can use and next wednesday a week from well yeah next wednesday geez coming up Coming up soon, we're going to go walk through and see all the different thrones, and he's going to let us borrow one. I mean, this is just, and again, it's all about the ask, right? It's all about the ask, and it's all about the determination, not sending one email to one person once. Exactly. And say, saying, exactly. I tried. 
or oh, I'm too afraid to ask. And we're going to drill down on that in a minute. Like uh, how compelling is the word no to people? Right. How, how do how can we give it so much power? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it that scary? Well, apparently the answer is yes. So I'm now going to ask you to open your phone to the photograph that I sent you so that you can be uh, right along with our listeners experiencing this next story. And I'm telling you, I'm getting choked up. So my Aunt Rosemary, as a child, with my father as as teenagers, worked at a theater called the El Campanile, and that's in downtown Antioch. And they, she worked there for many, many years and just was in love with that job. And she kept referencing that during the interview. And so Amanda reached out and, and I asked her at, the, at that at the interview, I said, you know, what would you like from the El Campanile? And she said, well, maybe a, a, a ticket that's personalized that has my name on it. So I said, OK. And I, at the worst case scenario, I was just going to have the El Campanile give us permission to use their okay. logo. And we were going to make our own ticket. Amanda sends a request to the El Campanel. And what you're holding in your hand is a foil custom golden ticket that has her name emblazoned across it with the El Campanel logo, thanking her for her years of commitment to the El Campanel. And if you read the very bottom, Michelle, it is a complimentary admission for life forever it is truly a golden ticket holy she gets to go to to every single event at the el campanel for the remainder of her life for free no way who does this people that rally behind a very good cause when you express what this is about People rally behind it. This is amazing. Do you know how much money we've paid so far? How much? Zero. 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 Paid with something more precious, even at the time, but the time and which is also the process and it's, and it's been fun. It's exactly what it is for you guys too. creating this, this fun role. It's how fun is it to get an answer, a reply, a ticket, all of this. Oh, my God. I can see why you get choked up. That's amazing. All of it, to me, is a validation from the universe and the energies beyond us that this is the right thing to do, that this is something we will offer as a part of the Red Kite Movement services because it is. we're getting way too much positive reinforcement yeah. from all these people. And again, it's just because we're asking. None of this would happen if we were too shy to ask. Right. If we were afraid of the word no, none of this would happen. No, I'll just buy it. No, I'll just make it. No, I'm too afraid. No, I don't want to pick up the phone. No, I don't have the time. Those are all bullshit answers. This is exactly what you get when you ask and you're sincere. I have another great story. One of the things on Rose's list was to grow up and show up because there's feuding within my family. And I send, every couple of weeks, I send an update video updating what's on the Google Doc, what still is on the list, what needs to be taken uh, over, and what's been done and off the list. And my last message was, 
I'm realizing that a lot of you guys aren't talking to one another. You need to stop the bullshit, grow up. Somebody needs to be the bigger person and start moving forward to healing the relationship. And it's all a good cause. It's a good reason to do it. Yeah, it's bigger than oneself. Yeah. I got word today that my cousin went over to went over to her father's house wow. and engaged with him after two years of not speaking wow. to him. Wow. And she said, your video was the reason why. And I, I lost it. I, I'm, I'm losing it right now. Every single day since we started this process, I have tears of joy and sheer shock as a daily occurrence as to how strongly people feel about this project, how people are rallying around it, how people are connecting and bonding over it, and how dedicated they are to creating the best possible outcome for my aunt on her special day. And do you know why this is happening, Michelle? Let me guess, because you asked. <laughs> because she Because asked. she asked. Yeah, On the duh. day of my cousin's yep. funeral, she said, David, uh-huh. would you please give me my funeral while I'm still living? And I said the same thing that everybody else that I'm asking of said. And that's yes, yes, of course. Yeah. So obviously the strength in this conversation comes from not having the fear, not giving no the power. And not allowing anything from preventing you from having all that you want for another person in your life. So what's the first step in overcoming that fear of asking or overcoming the fear of being told no? Well, Jesus, obviously, it's letting go of the ego. Mm -hmm. It's that fear of taking that rejection personally and it mortally wounds you somehow. If I were allergic to no... I'd be fucked because for every hundred things I ask for, if I get 25%, I'm, I'm having a good day. It's just seeming like with this project, I'm batting a thousand. Well, it's from where it's seeded into. It's all coming from rooted in love, right? So it's hard exactly. not to talk passionately and have others feel that as well. So I feel like right. that's where you start with asking if you're timid if you're shy if you're fearful of the no start with something that you truly believe in and know the why behind it as well and that's a good kick start to to get a couple yeses in your in your win column agreed you know and i i think i shared with you prior to coming on air you know i i put a kind of a <laughs> a hiring freeze on my next relationship until I've completed my TED talk because I need the 100% focus and I, I think it's irresponsible to engage someone and not being able to give them my 100% level of attention. And I push that out until October and it might be even further out depending on when I get my application accepted for TED. Uh, that is all about knowing when to ask and when not mm-hmm. to ask. And while these folks come across my periphery and I might ask them out, I'm not going to go into a relationship until I'm clear to do mm-hmm. that. And that's also part of it is, okay, do I have the capacity to entertain this right now? But let me ask you this. 
Michelle, if your husband was not was a wisher and not an asker, would you be married right now? No, of course not. This is my point. Mm-hmm. So when somebody is a wisher, there's a tendency for them to look at the asker and go, oh, look at all the stuff that just falls into your lap. Because they can't quite grasp the fact that their lack of fulfillment is directly related to their handicapping of themselves by not having the cojones to be an asker. Yeah, nothing comes from hoping or wishing. Like, oh, God, don't even start. Luck and hope. <laughs> I, those two things really bother me. I'm just going to hope for the best. <laughs> I can guarantee you're not going to get the best if all you're doing is hoping. Yep. Strangely enough, contrary to belief, hope is not a plan. So the task at hand is go out there and ask for five things this weekend. Perfect homework. Five things. Write them down. Write the response. Course correct. How could you have approached it differently maybe next time? Or did you, even if you try the same thing with five different people, it would be interesting to see the outcome. All right, so that's that's the entry level homework. Total entry. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the accelerated. Okay, you think you're a badass? Here's what I want. I want you to go out there and try to get a fucking no. Ooh. That is advanced. I don't I don't want you to go and say, oh, "Can I have a paper bag?" when you go to no, the grocery yeah. store. Those don't that doesn't count. That's not an ask. I want you to walk up. Let's say, okay, paint this picture. You're single. Okay, something I can relate to. You go up to a person that, well, hopefully it's single. Don't don't ask somebody who's married. Jesus Christ! I can only imagine. I get these hate mail. Uh, you asked this guy to go after my wife. No, use your head. Find somebody that's totally out of your league and ask them out. Do it. Do it. Uh, Michelle, have you seen the people I've dated? I have. Am I in any of their leagues? <laughs> I'm not even in the same sport with some of these ladies <laughs> because they're so acceleratedly beyond my level of, I guess, I'm going to just say appearance. Unbelievable, right? And people, I, I've gotten the comment, dude, how did you get her? And you know what my fucking answer is? Because I asked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and you hear this every day so much in uh, job situations and leadership roles uh, I, I feel like so many times you're the only person standing in your own way. A thousand yep. percent, if that even is a number. Yep. It is. Oh, I can't say it yeah. enough. Where, how, 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 as an entrepreneur, how have I gotten this far? Yeah. It's not by sitting on my hands and being afraid to yeah, ask. It's quite the opposite. Jeez. Yep. Why is this so simple but so hard at the same time? And then sort of uh, well going into the mic drop moment and then all the camaraderie that is created rallying around something so you bring other people in when you ask you're creating an event in people's lives and most of the time people want to help right well and then the art the art of the ask is not having so much doubt in the back of your mind because you can ask and have this energy of, I'm going to say no to this guy because I don't believe he's genuine. Look at him. He's shaking in his yeah. boots. Because you're so preoccupied by the possibility of a no. Do you know what happens when I get a no? What? 
I ask one more mm-hmm. time. And then if I get another no and it's getting creepy, then I'll walk <laughs> it's away. It's getting creepy. But, <laughs> but I, I don't take no for an answer very often. I will go at it a different yeah. way until I get what yeah. I want. And it's especially when it comes to business. Right. Let me let me rephrase that. And let me reframe it. Oh, okay, now I see it differently. Do you think and, and in relationships, a good portion of the people I've been with, I had to ask more than once. Mm. And all of a sudden it's like, now I see, you know, it's given a little bit more time. I get to get get to know him a little bit more. You know what? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then it goes and, on. And something to note as well. I've seen you in action when, when you've not taken no for an answer. Um, and it's never a bullying situation. Like you said, you come at it with from a different aspect. Yep. And, and I always walk into it with a plan B mm-hmm. and C. Huge difference. Okay, if they say no this way, yeah. If they say no on this, I'm going to go at it this way. If they say no on that, I'm going to come at it around the, around yeah. the corner. And eventually, and sometimes it's just the tenacity and the persistence that they're like, shit, this guy really yeah. wants this. All right, fuck. Let's yeah, give it to him. Exactly. Yeah, that sounded terrible in the framework of a relationship, though, because then it sounds like pity. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but I'll take it. Hey, hey. <laughs> Fine. If that's if that's what gets you in the door, shit. <laughs> pity, pity me to death. I'll yeah. take it. Yeah. All of that really good. All of that really hard for some people. This is going to be, this is, you can do it. Encouragement. You can do it. You can do it. You got, you just got to do it. You just got to try it. Yep. This is one of those homeworks that I really hope we get some feedback on. I really want to hear the success stories. And you know what? I would love to hear the failures too. Exactly. But I really want to focus on the success because I want to reinforce on other people that this, this is not voodoo. It's not magic. It's not, oh, he's just good at this. No. You have the potential that everybody else does. You just have to have the confidence and not have the fear and let go of the ego. And you'll be surprised how often you hear a yes. I still am shocked at how often I hear yes. It's amazing. Now, all you have to do is get out there and fly that kite. Yako Key. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.